0: Good evening, you're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power88 and Fans Only Sports Network. Wow, what an absolute explosion of news in the past 24 hours, let alone this week. Uh, so with you is Adam Wright, Justin Hill, uh, Justin Tucker. Uh, we have a special guest in with us tonight. We have Brett Schaub's host of the Three and Out podcast. Is that is that yes, what it sir. is? thats uh, it so Brett welcome to the show first time here why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself
1: uh, so what's going on viewers out there uh, my name is Brett Shavs. Uh, like Adam mentioned I'm one of the co-hosts of the three now podcast'll we'll we be going live uh, shortly after you guys as well um, I write for fan-sided um, and I'm pretty much just covering the Denver Broncos um, for any information that you need um, and just the NFL in general so I'm excited to jump into this uh, explosion uh as you mentioned adam of a day wow absolutely
0: it's been a it's been a crazy 24 hours i was just sitting there i was on uh, so i work as a lifeguard and i was sitting there in the lifeguard chair and i get notifications on my watch and i just kept on getting i just kept on getting buzzes from you know tweets because i i have notification post notifications for all the nfl insiders so i just kept on getting like one thing after the other franchise tags trades Aaron Rodgers all that it was crazy but Mm. anyways we do have a lot planned for you tonight and we'll so we'll we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers finally making his decision we'll touch we'll touch on Amari Cooper's likely release from the Cowboys there's also Calvin Ridley's suspension for betting games the franchise tag deadline has passed and we'll talk about that but first let's talk about a blockbuster trade that has shocked the NFL world that's right Russell Wilson was traded to the Denver Broncos. So Broncos fans, such as Brett Shavs here, went from a little bit of a low in the the morning because we got the news, Aaron Rodgers decided he's coming back to the Packers. Mm -hmm. And then just a few hours later, we get Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos and they gave up a haul, don't get me wrong. Two firsts, two second rounders, fifth round pick, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, the Broncos receive Russell Wilson, obviously, and a fourth-round pick. But, guys, uh, I'll start with Brett here. Um, What are your initial takes on this?
1: Well, obviously this is a lot to digest, right? Um, There's a lot of narratives that were in the past that Russell Wilson was looking to potentially make some moves and decisions out of Seattle. Was he going to stay with Pete Carroll? Was he going to try to – move on and find some talents elsewhere. Um, And it looks like that this was the case. Uh, He goes to the Broncos. It was his preferred destination, according to Ian Rappaport. And this essentially sets up the Broncos to really be contenders again in the AFC West. They talked about before that this team had the potential to really be a standout contender alone in the AFC, let alone their division, if they're able to land a standout quarterback. And this is the gate that they were looking to open. Russell Wilson steps into an offense that really needed a boost of energy and a top five talent in the NFL at the quarterback position is going to step in and really take over with Nathaniel Hackett's sort of West Coast-style offense that he likes to run. They did give up a haul. I will admit that. It's no easy thing to swallow when you're giving up five picks in total and three starters on the offense and defense. Um, So you have to take for what you get. Obviously, you're getting the best player in the trade, but I think in the long run, the Broncos will benefit. They saved, saved, I'm telling you, $12 million in the cap room. Um, they took on Russell Wilson for 24, and they traded away 36 total million in cap space. So they saved $12 million there, which is unheard of. Um, and it's just another showing of how impressive George Payton has handled the front office here for the Denver Broncos.
0: Absolutely, 12, saving twelve million, especially when you acquire a quarterback of that talent, it was. That's a good. That's a great move, and they still have some talent around them on the roster at the same time. But uh, Jay Hill, your take?
2: Brett, I know you. I know you're really happy for this man. Knowing you're a Broncos fan, <laughs> so, however, with this trade today, I was really shocked as well. Um, with the whole. Thing that happened today, I was actually with my mom when the whole thing went down. I was talking to my mom before the trade happened. I was like, I wonder where Russell Wilson will go. Like, I know that with today, the Broncos they didn't get Aaron Rodgers, and all of a sudden, four minutes or maybe three minutes later, I didn't even look at my phone or nothing. All of a sudden, I hear the, the trade happened, and I'm like, What? And I'm saying to my mom, like, we were just talking about this like a couple minutes ago, and then like, seeing this whole thing went down. Um, shout out to the Broncos general manager for, for pulling this trade off. And, this, and this, this is good for the Broncos. Why? Because throughout the years of them having a little bit of struggles, and now them, like, last season, the go like, a good, like, rebuilding phase and also the way what they did today, it's a great day for the Broncos. And, like, it could be, like, a sad day as well for Seattle at the same time. Pete Carroll losing his best quarterback he ever coached. But at the same time, this is a fresh start for Russell Wilson. I know he's happy to be out of there. And, like, for him leaving the Seattle Seals, it's kind of like turmoil over there because like they didn't give him an offensive line. You've heard for a couple of years how will he be traded and all this and that. And you also saw in the Super Bowl box during the Super Bowl how he was talking to Roger Goodell and like with this whole thing going on, like I had a feeling he would get traded. I was saying he either goes to Bay Buccaneers or stay in Seattle or wherever case it is, wherever Aaron Rodgers goes, or where he doesn't. But now seeing what happened, say, man. The Broncos are officially
3: back. <laughs> all right. Talk. I wouldn't say officially back, but I think they're on the path. The, they're, on, they're taking the right steps to go in that direction. I think they're now fully contenders, and they stacked AFC West now. I think all four of those teams, including the Chargers, has a potential to make the playoffs because the Chargers almost did last year had the game ended in a tie. but. Oh, no, I think this was a good trade for the Broncos because they needed a quarterback badly, especially for the receivers because they have a star-studded cast of receivers. They just didn't have the necessary talent at quarterback to get them what they need. I think they can fix concerns with the O-line during the draft and maybe a hole that they just need. They just traded on the defense in the draft, too, and maybe some free agency pickups. And I'd be very concerned about this team because they were a very underrated defense last year. They just didn't get much credit because their offense was just horrendous and by virtue the defense was on the field most of the time and therefore had to pick up the slack and so now that they have a competent quarterback under the helm and they have the receivers and the talent around them i think this team could be very potent if they have the right system to make russell wilson a mvp candidate that we all know him to be and the elite quarterback that he is so i'd say it's a good return for the broncos and the seahawks got two for got two first rounders out of it they got the number nine overall pick this year and they have two first next year so all in all i think this is good all around for both of them uh the broncos to be playoff contenders and for the seahawks to start rebuilding now
0: all right so this is this is kind of we mentioned this a a little bit towards the end of the season and uh after after when uh in the direct aftermath of the super bowl during the beginning of the off season you know that we're seeing a bit, we're seeing a lot of quarterback movement in recent years. And what I, what I think about this is this is the latest, this is just the latest team to follow suit. Okay. Last off season, we had uh, the Rams who traded, who they, they gave up, gave up a big haul to get uh, Matthew Stafford. The year before that we had Tom Brady who went, who in free agency granted, but he did go, he did come to that team and he was a big acquisition And uh, in the Broncos themselves, a few uh, years ago, uh, early in the 2010s, they went out and they got uh, Peyton Manning. So, you know, we're seeing this work, and it's going to to continue on where these teams are going in, and when they have all the talent they need and they're just a quarterback away, we're going to see them going in to get to, uh, you know, to go out and get a quarterback like this, obviously some teams, they they're just not in the position to do that. For example, the new Orleans saints. I know they've been, I know they've been rumored to get some players, but the cupboard is starting to get a little bare there. And that's the thing is if you have the talent, go for the, go for the, go for that quarterback, because that's usually the last step. But if you don't, but if you don't have the talent, there's other things that you need to do. You need to go into the draft and get other players the Denver Broncos have just about all of that, so all they needed was that quarterback they were looking for. It. They thought they might have had it in Drew Locke a couple of years ago. Uh, they thought they they thought Teddy Bridgewater was going to do something. It didn't work, so they're going all in and they got Russell Wilson, which has seemed, which is a pretty big, a pretty big acquisition here. So it's I'm I'm excited to see how this all works out.
1: Yeah, and I think at the end of the day. Um, you look at the Broncos, obviously they still need a couple more minor things to fix up inside linebacker, uh, defensive tackle, and pass rush, I think is really going to be their primary target of free agency and in the NFL draft. Um, but like you mentioned, Adam, this is this is the first step in really making yourself a prime contender again, especially in a stacked division. Russell Wilson will put you there. Um, but I think as well, we're starting to get into that age in the NFL where Draft picks are still valuable, but they're not as valuable as what we originally thought, right? We originally saw teams, oh, you had a top 10 pick at the NFL draft. That's massive. That's worth tons of value in potential trades down the road in the new league year. Now you're starting to see situations where teams are quite literally giving up their next two or three years worth of top draft picks just to go out and get these big names that have been proven to have high ceilings in the NFL. Matt Stafford. Peyton Manning, even though he was a signing, you still managed to give up a little bit down the road to help build that process with Peyton Manning. Um, trying to think of other names as well. But at, at the end of the day, it's just starting to get to a point where the NFL is starting to move away from less drafting a top-tier quarterback, but more bringing in that proven talent that can elevate your team to the next level.
0: Yeah, and you you hear a lot on the other side of the argument, saying you're going to see a lot of teams who are going all in, and then they're going to they're going to suck for a few years. And uh, the so I think it's a very I think it's a very situational thing. I've always said you know some team some teams they they're in a position to do that, and they need to they need that piece to get over the hump. But other teams, you know team like let's say the the Jacksonville Jaguars they're in no position to do something like that plus they're trying to groom a quarterback right now or the the New York Jets they're teams who are who are really they're really trying to build up their talent and they're really not they're they're not at that position where they're one piece away and i think that's uh, it's a situational thing there it's I, I don't believe in absolutes you know team teams you know some, some things work for other teams, and you're you're what you're going to do uh, depends on the situation. So, uh, but yeah, there's our thoughts on Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. What an incredible start to this off season. The new league year is just uh, about just under just over a week away. And I mean, things are going to continue to come in. Deshaun Watson—that's still going to happen eventually. Something is going; something has to give at that point. Um, free agency's just around the corner. There's the draft that is going to happen eventually. Um, but anyways, uh, coming up, uh, actually, Brett, I I understand. Uh, I understand you have to get going. But thanks for coming on to the show. We'd love we loved getting. Uh, we love getting your uh, your opinions. We love getting the thoughts from a Broncos fan. Mm-hmm. Um, get, get a little bit of positivity in everything. So thank you for coming on to the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, guys. You know, appreciate you guys having me on. You guys got some impressive stuff going on here. So keep it up and uh, I'll chat with you guys soon. Thanks for having me on.
0: Appreciate it. Enjoy your break, Brett. Yeah, you too, guys.
1: Take care. Bye.
0: Awesome. All right. So that was Brett Shavs host of the three and out podcast. For those of you who haven't heard of it, go and check it out. They have some good content as well. Uh, But coming up, we are going to be talking about the other big news, which is Aaron Rodgers staying on. uh, Aaron Rodgers is staying with the Packers after so many people thought he was leaving later on. He decides, you know, I'm going to stay. We'll get to that next. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. Welcome back. So, Aaron Rodgers has decided to stay in Green Bay. So he went on to a new restructured contract at four years, two hundred million, uh, and in a corresponding move, just the way from the way the the cont- the restructuring worked, if that makes any sense, they were actually able to tag Devonte Adams. So they are able to hang on to him just for a little bit longer to try and get a deal done. So they get Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams back. So, guys, what are your thoughts on uh, Aaron Rodgers returning?
3: Well, if they're able to keep Devontae Adams from leaving, I think it's good because if they can keep Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, I think, well, that solves the offensive problems because they now have Aaron Jones under contract. They have Devontae Adams under the tag, hopefully to make a long-term deal, and they have, still have their franchise quarterback. And hopefully they can get their left tackle back healthy by season start or by training camp, which will be optimal. So the offense isn't looking too bad. It's the defense I'm more concerned about. I think there will be some cap casualties, more specifically with Zedaria Smith. I think he'll be gone. But other than that, I'm not sure if they will be Super Bowl contenders, but I think they'll be viable for the playoffs when considering then they're in the NFC North. And there's not really much competition there.
2: Aaron Rodgers deserves every single penny in that contract. He's getting paid fifty million dollars a year. Congratulations to him and his family. However, I disagree. Him going back to Green Bay, I feel like he would have went to maybe a team like the Broncos, for example, maybe like those type of teams like we've been mentioning for the past month. But anywho, with this with this whole thing that transpired today, you have to give a lot of shout out to Brian ness their their GM if i mis- mispronounce his um last name at the same time throughout the last year and a half the, the packers they've gone through so much scrutiny with the media the media criticizing them criticizing packers fans and all those other type of stuff but for them to get Rodgers back say it's a w for um green bay especially for Aaron Rodgers but at the same time for Aaron Rodgers he needs to say to himself okay i'm re signing is it going to be the same thing for the next four four years or even more of me losing every single year in the NFC divisional game or the NFC championship game? And at the same time, you need to think about like the long run, like regarding with Devontae Adams, is he willing give up? Is he willing to give up some of his money out of his out of his contract for Devonte Adams to get paid? And I understand how the NFL that like, came out with a new rule the other day with the whole contracts and all, like the money can in- increase at the same time, but at the same time. Him re-signing, I'm not a fan of it, but if Green Bay's happy, then sh- so am I.
0: <laughs> so I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I'll say it again. If Aaron Rodgers knew what was good for him, he needs to leave. Go to a new team, a fresh start. Go somewhere where you can find better talent and f- go, go to a better situation. There's no um, – there's no – there's no debating that they at Green Bay in the past few years has been a very good situation. They they worked on that defense, which was which was putrid years back. They've uh, they have good weapons for him. The, they changed the coach for him, it, which has so far worked out. Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers can coexist. The problem is they are now in cap hell. And it's even worse now that he just got this massive deal for four years, 400, uh, not 400, 200 mil. And on top of that, Devontae Adams, you have to figure out how to nail down your number one guy. And l- like Justin said, they're going to have a lot of casualties uh, on the cap in the next coming weeks. They're going to have to cut a lot of players. They're going to have to let a lot of players go, namely Z- uh, Zadarius Smith, who's one of their best defensive players on that team it's going to come down to how they draft the fact that they were able to get Devonte adams does give them kind of a fighting chance to to at some point win a championship because you need air you need Devonte adams but at the same time like at this at the same time um the fact that they it, it's going to come down to how they draft because if you're able to replace zadarius smith and maybe add on some more pieces, and David Bakhtiari comes back, then maybe, you, maybe you'll maybe you be all right for a couple of years. But, you know, there's no. it's obvious that it would have been a better situation if he went somewhere like Denver or Pittsburgh.
2: I just, it, it's, it wasn't the best decision for Aaron Rodgers. Here's my issue, though, Adam, regarding Aaron Rodgers. I understand where you're coming from, Adam. He needs to decide what he needs to decide. In our eyes, as football fans, you Adam, you just not to speak loud. We've seen Aaron Rodgers fail,
0: speak, loud. speak
2: for loudly so, for so long. We have mm-hmm. seen him fail for so long, and for him to choose Green Bay and not have a fresh start, it's mind blowing. I, I I love Aaron. I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers, but like at the same time, like don't you ever want to say no? Like no, let me start somewhere fresh. And, like, with Devontae Adams, I understand, like, they franchise tag team. I understand, like, Devontae Adams spoken out that Aaron Rodgers is boy. I only want to play with one quarterback. Like, you don't know if Devontae Adams may get jealous maybe this year or next year saying, okay, Green Bay's paying him. Why can't they pay me? I've been with the team for maybe seven years. They drafted me. Why can't they pay me? You get what I'm saying? That's when the jealousy can kick in. We've seen this in sports. I'm not trying to take football out of the – conversation but like with with Rodgers like at the end of the day you got your money you made your point you got what you need okay but at the same time do you want to win it's all that matters I understand you've won a Super Bowl but not trying to copy off a narrative what Stephen A. Smith said today like do you want to win a Super Bowl or you just want to keep losing every single year I understand he has one ring but at the same time not going repeat mode like come on now
0: it comes down to whether he is will he wants to get paid or whether he wants to win Super Bowls. I think and he I, wants to in, get paid. Exactly. He he, cho- he ultimately chose he wants to get paid. Will they make the playoffs a few years? Yeah, absolutely. And especially since they just retained De- uh, Devontae Adams for at least another year, and they'll work on things for beyond then. Yeah, they'll go to the playoffs a few times, but they're not going to do anything, especially since this situation is only going to get worse from here. They have a they have a big cap uh, cap space problem and you know they and they have a problem with winning in the postseason. They haven't been able to do anything since since what was it? When did they win the Super Bowl? 2010.
2: That's the 2010, last time they won. Two thousand eleven. So the t- 2010
0: to 2011 yeah. 2010 to 11 season. Yeah. And they they've made some pl- they've na- made some appearances to the conference championship, but is that is that what we're going to hang our hat on now? If you can't make it past the if you get, can't get pa- get over the hump? I mean it's just it's just ridiculous. And you can't always blame it on the defense. The defense in 2014 produced what what was it? Four turnovers? Maybe more? I I, th- I think it was just four interceptions. But and then on top of that, in tw- uh, just this past just this past offseason, they uh the defense only allowed 13 points. Only three through through four three and a half quarters, and you couldn't score more than ten points. I mean, the whole thing was just ridiculous. They and couldn't I think even that score ten points out. of a
2: wild card team. They couldn't even score off a wild card team. That's the sad part. Yeah. And that's that the sad, one- sad part.
0: And that one touchdown, I believe, was a rushing touchdown, not even by Aaron Rodgers. It was, I believe, it was, it was AJ Dillon who scored that one touchdown. But still, it's it, the whole thing is just, oh, how do you mess it up that bad? Oh my God. <laughs> tuck, argue with us. Give us a give us a differing opinion because Tuck because uh, Jay Hill and I are agreeing too much.
3: Okay, number number one, uh, he can stay away from Pittsburgh. The AFC North doesn't need Aaron Rodgers in you know black and yellow. Uh, if he wants to stay upright, he will stay away from the AFC North because we will not allow that. Uh, so he better stay in Green Bay if that's the only option. Oh, um, so
0: you just so you just don't want him in in the AFC North because you're a Ravens fan and you don't want you don't want him kicking your
3: ass. I don't want him to get hurt. He's he's one of my favorite oh. quarterbacks. I don't want him to get hurt when we have to put that beating on him twice a year. It's unfortunate we have to do them like that, but it is what it is. That's kind of like,
0: kind of yeah. like how you put a beat down on Pit, the Pittsburgh Steeler this past year.
3: You're gonna yep. an injury ravaged Ravens team. You're really gonna do that to us right now?
2: Oh, Lamar the quarter.
3: <laughs> Who's your quarterback again?
2: Oh, we're gonna get rid of. Him. We didn't. We didn't put him for year five. So we chilling. He, he we doesn't chilling. like Daniel. He got Jones. A he's he's unroastable
3: when
0: it comes to him but he ain't got a quarterback. And I have, I, have, quarterback. I have Mac Jones. The jury's still out on him. He's a pro um, bowler. But anyway, right. I
3: think it was a smart decision for him. In the short term, I'm not sure about long term, but I think they still have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Whether or not they win it or not is the jury's still out on that, but I think they still have one more chance to make it.
0: All right. Well, we're going to get on to we're going to get on to the uh franchise tag Uh, deadline, which did pass today at 4 p.m. So we're going to get to that up next. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast.
1: way down
3: the field. Watkins! for touchdown!
0: Welcome back. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Fans Only Sports Network. I'm Adam Wright, Jay Hill, Big Justin.
3: Right.
0: So... The franchise tag deadline, amongst all the other crazy stuff that happened, I mean, come on. Every any other week, this would be like number one, and this would be what we would lead off with. But this is number three. Uh, franchise tag deadline has ha, has been has passed, and eight play was it eight players who were tagged. Um, I, I only so. have six. Um. So I'll have to look. I'll have to look at the other two. But what we have right now: Devonte Adams, and Tuck. Let me know if I missed. I missed any because I, I believe this is only six that I have listed. Uh, Devonte Adams, Chris Godwin, David Najoku, Mike Jasicke, Cam Robinson, Jesse Bates. Oh, and I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting Dalton Schultz. Yep. And Dalton Schultz. would you talk would you be able to look up the last one?
3: Jesse I know there's Masoning, one more. joku Schultz, Devonte Adams cam Robinson and or you're forgetting Orlando Brown
0: Orlando Brown that's correct Orlando all right' so we're
3: gonna, junior
0: oh yeah you have some you don't like that guy do you because I don't have well. team. Orlando Brown all right but anyways um so we're gonna do a little thing here. Where we ask you guys, uh, what tag made the most sense and what made the least sense. So we'll start with the most. What did you guys like? Which one? Which tag did you guys like?
3: Jay Hill go first.
2: Thanks, Justin. I was a fan of the Chris Godwin tag because number one, Chris Godwin is a complete stud. I'm telling you, like what he did in the like last season, this season before he got hurt, there was no way that the But Tampa Bay Buccaneers couldn't lose him, knowing that Tom Brady retired. But at the same time, with Chris Godwin, is it a W for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yes. But for Chris Godwin, no. But for Chris Godwin's standpoint, he loves Tampa. He said he loves Tampa. But at the same time, like, you're being franchise tag for your second straight year. And I know Chris Godwin's not the type of human being to sit out for a season just like Le'Veon Bell, but he he should say to himself, like, wow, they're franchising me. Then I win a Super Bowl for this team. Did I? Then I lead in like yards a year before for this team. But at the same time, I think that was the best tag. But at the same time, for Chris Godwin, it's good. But for Godwin, no, because he wants to be paid and he wants to have a legit contract.
3: <sighs> Talk. This, this, this is a tough one, but I'm going for an underrated one. I'm going for Dalton Schultz for the Dallas Cowboys. This seemed like one that the Dallas Cowboys had to have because outside of him, they really had no other choice at tight end unless they wanted to go through the draft to try to pick up another tight end. But I'm not sure if there's a guy in the tight end class that's as good as Dalton Sch- Schultz is right now. So I think it was smart picking up a franchise tag and hopefully making a long-term contract when they inevitably uh, get rid of Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence because of their contract. So hopefully they're able to fix that and keep Dalton Schultz around for the development of Dak Prescott.
2: I definitely agree with you, Justin, because with Dalton Schultz, they know that right now the Cowboys are having a little bit of contract issues with Amari Cooper. What regarding if he's going to be released, and with like the defense and all. But I think that was like a, another great one. I definitely agree with you right there.
0: Absolutely. To add on to that, the fact that Amari Amari they're allowing Amari Cooper to walk. So uh, at, at the at the moment, so in the direct aftermath of that of that news, all they had. Um, all they had for uh, uh, who was actually under team control was C.D. Lamb, Cedric Wilson's on. Uh, Cedric Wilson's going to be a free agent. Michael Gallup set to be a free agent, and now Amari Cooper and Dalton Schultz. So they placed the franchise tag on him. So that is a good move for them. I'm going to go with Jesse Bates. Just everything about this move makes sense to me, because that this is a team that wants to not only r- retain their defensive talent but also improve it. So by letting Jesse Bates go, they would have created another hole that they would have had to fix in the draft um, where, they, where they still need to improve that defense and also work on that offensive line that, uh, that allowed Joe Burrow to get sacked you know, um, more than any quarterback in the league. So the fact that they're able to nail him down, it just makes so much sense. It works. It was one of those tags that was just expected, that was just a prime candidate. I love this move by Cincy and I think they're on the right track to start their offseason.
3: But um you don't like that, do you? It's a smart move by them. I mean, I was really hoping they were to like give a long-term deal to Eli Apple. That's what I was hoping for.
0: Oh that yeah. We love hearing him talk his talk his crap over Twitter and then getting burned like a piece of toast. Get burned by Marquise Brown or Mark Andrews, who gets put on? Who gets put on? Uh, who gets put on Eli Apple when it comes to uh, the Ravens?
3: Hopefully, it's Bateman. I want him. I want him cooked bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he's. Uh, but you you've got to admit that's a. It's a pretty li- That's a pretty likable, Cincinnati Bengals team. I like them. I like them all except Eli
3: Apple. You can like them all you want to. I can't. Well, yeah, you can. All right. take take your that's Ravens like jersey you off. Apple. Would you would you like the Buffalo Bills? Yes or no?
0: I they're a likable team. There's some things
3: I like about them. That's my point. You can't say you like them. You can say they're likable teams, but in your heart, you can't say I like them. I can't. But if I can take my My Patriots jersey
0: off, I can take my I can take my Patriots jersey off every now and then and say this is a cool team. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing them get some success. Maybe not winning a Super Bowl.
3: I don't mind Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon getting success. I Don't really care about the rest of them.
0: And I, I will say, I genuinely felt bad for them when they lost to the when they lost to the Chiefs in the divisional round. They were so close, and they put up such a fight. That was such yeah, an offensive they put you like shootout. On,
3: and and they then they put you like on Cooper Cup. What do you think was going to happen?
0: All right. So moving on. Uh, so guys, what is your least favorite? Uh, franchise tag who which one made the least sense out of this group
3: to be honest there's only a few that are head scratching to me uh the one that bothers me the most is david ninjoku mainly for the fact that they have multiple titans at their at their whatchamacallit they have many titans to use so i don't understand why they want to franchise tag this one i understand that he's a big stud titan but if they he didn't want to accept the contract that they were willing to give him i'm not really hurt because they have austin hooper and they have uh, the other titan i'm blanking on his name at the moment both were pretty good so if they wanted to they could look through the draft to get another one so i would prefer to let him walk in free agency if he didn't want to sign a long-term deal
2: all right jay hill the player that comes to my mind and i went on a rant about this was Devonte Adams? Why I can say Devontae Adams because they need to pay the man. This man is one of the best wide receivers in the NFC. Let's not forget one of the best, probably in, probably in the game of football. At the same time, I understand you need to franchise them due to the Aaron Rodgers situation that occurred today. But with this situation here, they, the Packers have no right to be franchise taggers. I need to be put him on a contract long term. I understand you have to think. Sense-wise, but at the same time, when you're, like, a Packers team, knowing that your star Aaron Rodgers loves Devontae Adams, he doesn't want him to go. Devontae Adams has been with the team since 2014. He was drafted by you guys. We're now in 2022, and the mere fact that he's been on the team for maybe seven to eight years and he hasn't had, like, a real contract besides, like, his rookie deal and being franchise tag, it's really disgraceful in my eyes.
0: <laughs> uh, in my in, – in Adams' defense – the problem is they, they have bigger fish to fry with him. No they, question. Aaron, Rodger, Aaron Rodgers needs to be signed. You know He's the biggest piece of the puzzle. If you have Aaron Rodgers and you don't have Devontae Adams, or other way around, if you have Devontae Adams and you don't have Aaron Rodgers, then the team's going to be terrible. If you have Aaron Rodgers and you don't have Devontae Adams, you could probably be – there's a chance you can be respectable. Even though they, even though past past him they don't have too much, but they, they have some serviceable pieces. Um but my pick is actually, I mean, Dave Njoku, man. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> this guy's the backup tight end and he's getting 10 mil for a year. What what about him is so What about him is made you think have some urgency to, to nail him down. You probably could have gotten him for next to nothing, but you had to slap the franchise tag on this guy. Not even for you. You're not even getting him for a long time. Just one year. Like he's your backup. uh, Prioritize Austin Hooper. But I mean, I, I just want, I want to go a different route than Tuck just because, just because I want to cover more ground. But I think, uh, I want to look at Cam Robinson who was yeah. tagged for not one year but two years in a row. Yep. Now with Chris Godwin it somewhat makes sense because Godwin because in the past couple of years because of the amount that Tampa's been had, has had to spend they've had to they they had no choice. But this is Jacksonville. Jacksonville in the past 2-3 years has been has been leading in cap space. And you turn around and say, "No, we're gonna we're gonna give you the franchise tag again. We're gonna we're gonna just slap it on you." It just feels like they're being dicks just just for the just for the sake of doing it. Like it's it, it's kind of, oh, man, I feel bad for the guy because he's been a he's been a pretty good left tackle. Yeah, and, he's solid. And those don't grow on trees. And you're trying to you're trying to protect your potential franchise quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. And you're not even going to com- you're not even going to commit to his bodyguard, you know? It, it's just comical. <laughs> just, what, just just sign the guy long term. You have the money to do it. Why are why are you being difficult about this? You know? It, I just hope he doesn't wa- he doesn't get pissed off at them and walks in free agency. That's all. That's all I'm hoping for, because yeah. you know they're they're really they're they're pulling at it. They're they're doing it. They're pulling his leg at this point.
3: It's hard to walk um, when you keep getting franchise tagged.
0: Yeah, yep. All right, but anyways, moving on to our do our next topic. We have uh, Calvin Ridley, who during his mental health thing, or should I say, and I quote, mental health, he got into some betting issues, and he's in trouble with the league. We'll get into that next. You're listening to the Fumble Ruski podcast. Welcome back. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Fans Only Sports Network. I'm Adam Wright. Jay Hill, Big Justin in the house. Mm. So, wide receiver Calvin Ridley, who has been involved in a lot of trade rumors that he would go to a new – find a new home to be a wide receiver one somewhere, go to a contender possibly. He decide, uh so he has been suspended for the entire 2022 season – for betting on games, so this man took a mental health break, and during his mental health break, he was betting on games. So some way of, of coping it, uh, he he must be have he must have a betting problem or something, and he was he was using some unhealthy unhealthy coping mechanisms. But according to according to uh, according to reports, this man bet fifteen hundred, so one thousand five hundred dollars, and he lost ten million. Those are literally the worst betting odds that you could possibly... That is the worst outcome that you could possibly wind up with. So it's either this guy... So he he went out and tweeted that he bet, bet 1500 So it's either he was lying and is trying to make it look like he didn't bet that much. You know, he didn't do much. Or he's just the biggest loser in sports betting history. But anyways, to add on to this, he is a free agent. Once his suspension is up, so he... Um, so the, the Falcons will not be getting anything for him. They will not be able to trade for him. So guys, what are your thoughts on this, uh, on this
2: bizarre situation to say the least? I think Calvin really is the fool of the decade. (laughs) How I say it, I think he's full of decade. I think this guy is the biggest joke in NFL, not history, but. In our decade generation, I and I say this is because number one, you missed a whole season due to what was it, mental mental health, right? Let's not joke around here. Mental health is a serious thing. We've seen this a lot in sports. For an example, like DeMar DeRozan losing his father, he had a little bit of mental health, Kevin Love and, and all this due to depression. But the NFL, I understand the NFL, you have a lot of mental health issues. We've seen players in the past going on like you know, head issues hitting the head, this and that ain't you know, never the same. This and that. There's nothing to joke about. But for this guy here to take a year off from mental health break and then while on his little tension sitting down, but not to only go out and gamble. Let me clarify on the NFL locker room, it specifically says, no gambling on on our team, including sports during the season, and for you only. To bet on your team, lose money, and also lose eleven million dollars. You're supposed to get paid during the season. You are the biggest foolish clown in history, Ridley. No, really, you are. And I and I am going on a rant right here. But like for that, know, we know you, know you are. But for that way, for that guy, and to actually make a make a case, <laughs> saying, "Oh, I was betting because I wanted to." How how dumb are you? It specifically says in the locker room. We've seen cases like Pete Rose, for example. It was never proven, but betting-wise, don't you look at similar cases to what's been going on in sports history? Like, are you kidding me? All right.
3: Okay. Thank, you.
2: thank you for that, Jay Hill.
3: It's gonna to be tough to follow Uh-oh. that up. I'm not gonna lie. I-, I, I had to
2: know. go on a rant, man. This has been on my mind all day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I know you've
0: got <laughs> <laughs> that's been on your mind all day everything's everything going like, on? Hours? Russell Wilson,
2: that, that, Aaron Rodgers, a lot of stuff, man. Oh. I think, I think he deserves idiot of the decade. These are stressful
0: game. times for Jay Hill. He has the a lot. Of, he has, has a lot on
3: his mind. You yeah, gotta give counted really. The record
2: golf gold medal for idiot of the decade. All right, all right,
3: Jay Hill, uh uh talk. Listen, the only reason you think that is because it's 2022 and 2020 and 2021. We didn't do anything for those decades. That's the only reason you think that right now. That's number one. Number two, I'm going to be serious about this in all consideration. I hope whatever he's dealing with, he gets through it because mental health is a serious issue and hopefully he gets the help that he deserves. However, I think he made a mental error in judgment while gambling on gambling on. What we assume is on the Falcons, because it's been inquired that he was betting on his team, whether it's for nor against will be will come out sooner or later. But he was betting on his team, which was rumored to be the case, if that's so. um, It was inevitable that he was going to get suspended, at least for this for this. A season, we don't know for how long because they said at least, so it could be more. It could be the se- it could be the season, but we won't know until next season. I think the only issue everybody's having with is is the term because they don't treat um they don't treat domestic violence the same way, and they don't treat drug use the same way. And what people seem to not understand is the NFL va- values the league shield over anything. Th- their integrity is within the shield, and you will not compromise it over anything. So as much as we say like. It's not fair that he, all he did was gambling and he did such and such. Gambling on games is a very serious crime to the NFL, and they don't deal with it nicely. They will suspend you indefinitely and not think twice about it. And if you want to appeal it, you can appeal it. But at the same time, if you do admit to gam- gambling, you will be suspended for the year alone. Maybe more. If su- It could even get to the point where they'll ban him outright like Pete Rose did in baseball. So as unfortunate as it is for the situation, I really hope to see him play again because he is a good receiver. It's just an unfortunate situation and a mental lapse in judgment. And hopefully he'll have this next year to actually take some time and actually get the help he truly deserves. And hopefully he comes back as a not only as a better football player, as a better person.
0: So good points, guys. Good points. Um my take on this is assume so assuming that Calvin Ridley comes back from his suspension um after a year so they 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 did say at least a year meaning he could end up getting more i mean if you find if we find out that he was betting against his team i mean he may never see a football field again uh that being said um assuming he comes back after the year the biggest losers in this are going to be the Atlanta Falcons and i'll tell you why he's going to be he's going to be a free agent after this year um meaning Atlanta doesn't get anything for him Calvin Ridley's one still known around the league to be one of the better receivers in the game he's still going to get paid he's going to go to a new spot and he's going to ball and he's going to play well the, and left in the dust is going to be the Atlanta Falcons so they really got screwed over when when this happened because now not only did they not only are they losing their best player but they don't atle- they don't even have the luxury of giving him away on their own terms You know, a second, a second day, a day two pick in the draft isn't the best. It's not a first round pick, even though it's possible they could have gotten a first round pick. That's still something, especially a second round pick and a player. That's, that's still pretty good. And now they can't even get that. They might get some, I don't, I don't know how the, how it's going to work with compensation, but they might get that, but that's it. And this, this kind of sucks for them. It really does. I don't think we're, we've, we've talked a lot about, Calvin Ridley and not about the Falcons who are losing their player for nothing at this point.
3: Fair. Well,
2: yeah, that's that's a fair thing. Like For the Atlanta Falcons, you know, they went through 28 to 3 and now we got this for an example here, losing Julio Jones and all this other stuff. But this guy here, I'm not going to take back my comments. This guy used to get a gold medal for a clown of the century. And at the same time, it's no joke mm-hmm. for mental health. Mental health is a serious thing. But at the same time, to not only on a break due to mental health, but then to go out and gamble, like, like, and then, and, and, and then to even say, like, oh, like, I did bet such and such, knowing that it says in the locker room, do not bet on your team or such and such, knowing that, like, do, do, doesn't your agent tell you this? Like, come on now. This is what, like, a preschool child should know. But listen, mental health is not a joke at the end of the day. But at the same time, you deserve clown kind of the century, Calvin, really. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not I'm I'm like that guy man.
0: We should we should set up you know how they have those walls where it's like employee of the month? We'll have one for Jay Hill, except it's the clown of the month, so they'll have like whichever player Jay Hill thinks is the clown of the month. That so this this month's clown is Calvin Ridley, right? Right? Correct? But
2: I ain't gonna go on that I ain't gonna go on that route, but for today, I will say he is, but moving forward, I'm not gonna like you know, post someone so on. Like you
3: he was the clown of the decade, but
2: but, but of the decade for that. And yeah. Then he went on to
0: say century,
2: for <laughs> like a, a month or week. No,
0: we'll post that on our social media page every we'll every week. We'll have we'll a, a century, clown. Of the week.
3: double down on the month. That's crazy. That's All right. crazy.
0: <laughs> um, but anyways, some some final thoughts on on this thing. The guy literally admitted to it on social media too. He straight up said, "Guys, I don't have a betting problem. I only bet this much money." You bet. You just admitted it on social media, you moron. It, that was just crazy. All right, but anyways, we do have the fun. We have we do have uh, coming up next the Fumble Rooski fan box on Amari Cooper and his likely release. You're not gonna want to miss that. Don't go anywhere. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Fans Only Sports Network. I'm Adam Wright, Jay Hill, Big Justin with you tonight. So we've reached close to the end of our show, and that that usually means that we are on to our Fumble Rooski fan box. So what that is, is we post a question filter on our Instagram story every Monday, and you guys can respond with hot takes questions and more, and we will post it. And give you a and give you a shout out on our podcast. So respond to next week's fan box question to be featured on our show. Now, our question of the week was, "Where should Amari Cooper go in free agency?" Mm-hmm. All right. So a lot of this to just to be upfront with you, our our uh, our responses were predominantly Pats fans. But to start, we did get what's that?
3: Be a good fit
0: it it would be a good fit granted if they if they had the money for it because i do think he's this guy's going to be overpaid again um mm-hmm. anthony gill said please god the pats i'm with you man i'm with you if they could, if they get amari cooper then that would that would put them up, that would put them a little bit up there i'm not going to say that they're going to be super bowl contenders but it's pretty damn close i wouldn't mind it i really wouldn't all right, Patrick Costu said Patriots, or no, sorry. Uh, for, uh, next one was Tyson Tate, who said Aaron Rodgers stays and Amari Cooper to the Packers. So, granted, this was right before all of that—that that whole fiasco happened this morning, where Devonte Adams gets tagged and then uh, Aaron Rodgers. The only, my only question about this is what happens of Devonte Adams? Do you, you do signed Devonte? So, so, but how do you get Amari Cooper in this?
3: You sign first, and then you get Amari. Uh,
0: that's going to be well. It, that you would have to assume that Amari Cooper is getting a discount for that at the same time. When would you not?
3: How, it depends if they can take on uh, Amari's contract. I'm not sure how it works for contracts and whatever, but I'm sure once he gets cut. I'm not sure if the Cowboys take it on or the Cowboys have to take it on along with the new contract. So I'm not sure what the cap hit will be. But if they make it, if they restructure a few contracts, I could see it happening. But I wouldn't bet on it. Awesome. What about like,
2: the Ravens, maybe? I was telling you before the show.
3: I don't mind him. The problem is I like the weapons that we have. I don't know where he fits. I mean, everybody's like, yeah, we need a receiver. But I'm like, do we really? We have Marquise Brown. We've been asking him to be a thousand yard receiver, and he actually is now. Mark Andrews is a top two tight end right now, and then Rashad Bateman's next up. When he's actually healthy, he's he's a stud.
0: All right. Um. So our next response was, uh, Pat Costu. He said Patriots they cut Van Noy and added money. So I know they added some money, but I I was under the impression they were still somewhere towards the bottom of the league, in cap space after all the spending that they gave um also i just got a i just got we we were, we already went into the uh the franchise tags but Harold Landry did not get tagged who was yes. expected to be tagged but he just got signed to a 5 year extension to the that's titans good. so that's a good that's a good move for them 5 years 87 million million, uh, mind you but mm-hmm. So that that that's one that's one. Aaron Rappaport t- tweeted out that's one way to beat the beat the deadline. Actually, they have some money in cap space. They have about eleven mil. So they're just above. They're just above. So the Patriots are an interesting spot because they they have money, but they still have other. They still have some needs. They do they do need to retain some players and shore up that defense because that secondary is. Wide open right now, especially after they allowed—they're allowing JC Jackson yeah. to walk. Uh hey, JC Jackson, come to
3: Baltimore. Come to Baltimore. We'll take care of you. We'll take care of you. We'll CJ pre-
0: also. What? <laughs> but you—you you just said you wouldn't—you wouldn't want him.
3: No, I wouldn't. I don't really care about. Amari. Oh, JC Jackson. I, I thought you were C. talking J. about Amari. No. Right.
0: CJ said New England, depending on the price. CJ, who's out tonight, our co-host. <laughs> That's an interesting
3: one. CJ. um uh, to the pay- yeah, uh I think a 1-year 8 million dollar deal would suffice. Possibly.
0: Uh and then then Robert Canito also said Patriots. So this is like I said, up front, this is a very popular choice. Sarah Finnamore said Patriots with a couple of Patriots colored hearts. So she's uh-huh. showing her team spirit. Uh Diego Fuertas had an interesting take. He said, to a team that will utilize him in their offense.
3: I think anybody that gets him will utilize him.
0: Now, maybe so, maybe the Cowboys underutilized him a little bit. Just a little bit. But I feel like if you are the type of talent that Amari Cooper is, I don't think you're going to have any trouble finding a, a, a team that is going to utilize him
3: correctly. In fact, there's there might be some teams who overutilize him. Here's the thing though. The team that I think you could go to, and it might be a little controversial, if he goes to the Eagles, it could be interesting. That's not a bad that's not a bad spot.
0: They they still they have one receiver. Um in uh what's his name?
3: Devontae Smith.
0: Devontae Smith. But besides that, there's really not much. They have Dallas Goddard as another pass catcher. That- uh, but other than that, they don't really have much for Jalen Hurts to throw to. To that duo with like
2: Hurts and Cooper, that's like another McNabb and To show, but like with, with with Amari Cooper, like the Cowboys, they traded a few things for him. Like yeah. let's not forget, they traded him from the from Oakland to Dallas. I remember to give. I remember it was a first round pick and like a couple things just yeah. to get him. And like him leaving Dallas, that's a major bone. And let's not forget, like I knew he would have left dallas but he did complain throughout like week 16 or 17 that he wanted to get more touches of the ball so we never know what the story is going to come out to why he wanted to leave we do know due to contract or whatever but at the same time like cooper was a stud in dallas and it's going to be a really missing fan like fans are gonna really miss him because the fans every time he caught the ball they go who you know what i mean but yeah, yeah.
0: i believe that they, they did it for the cap it was like yeah. it was a cap issue and they had a lot of players they needed to re-sign. and they decided that they can get they can get pretty good production as Mike with Michael Gallup as a wide receiver too. Like who I'm was really being shocked, underutilized.
2: Yeah. My full friends were like I'm really shocked at him with Dallas with the whole cap issues. Like, aren't you supposed to be America's team? Are you supposed to be like paying all the big, big bucks? i Like I understand, like, yeah, you gotta go through salary cap, this and that, yeah. but I understand because like the, I like, know you don't you,
0: because you don't believe in the salary yeah, cap. Yeah, but, but believe, believe it no
2: or salary. not. I believe if the owners are willing to pay, you should be getting your money, you should. You shouldn't be complaining, you know what I'm saying? Believe it
0: or not, it is real, Jay Hill. We'll yeah. we'll get to, we'll get to that in future episodes cuz you seem yeah. pretty pretty uh pretty firm on your take on not believing in the salary cap. But any <laughs> other thoughts before we end the show here tonight?
3: Kyler Murray finally added back his Cardinal stuff on uh I want to say Instagram.
0: Uh, so that petty war finally ended. Hopefully. Jesus Christ! That guy, that whole situation is just petty. They, he, it's gonna get figured out, and he's gonna mature, and he's gonna be there for years, for a few years, and it'll be an issue like later on down the road where they're gonna trade him. Um, but anyways, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Be sure you be sure to tune in to us live Tuesdays at seven thirty on Twitter and Facebook. I know we did not actually get live at. 7 30 like we were supposed to we ran a little bit late we apologize uh but anyways be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel we also have all our episodes available on spotify spreaker apple podcast google podcast and much more also be sure to follow our instagram at fumble podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the nfl otherwise we will see you next week over and out